whenever God takes control of your life, whenever he takes control of your life, he doesn't necessarily take control of your life because you're perfect, because you, you, you're that person that, that everybody likes. When I, when I grew up in school, um, I was not the most popular person in our class. Good morning, Lisa. Uh, good morning, Karen. I was not voted most likely to succeed. Um, I was not, you know, the class president. I was not, uh, I was not popular. I was not, I was respected as, uh, as an athlete and as a student athlete. But I don't think I was respected much as a person, at least from my perspective. And I know some of my classmates on here may say something different, uh, but I didn't feel that. And so whenever my life uh, shifted, what I thought was for the worst, good morning, Keisha, what I, for what I thought was the worst, um, it, this when I was reading this, this morning, it really brought back my truth to me. It really brought back my life. And many of us, when we read certain things, whether it's it's in, in the Bible or whether it's in, in other books, in self-care, self-care, whatever motivational, inspirational, um, you know, real life stories, whatever, you find yourself in that. In Psalm 71, verse 17 through 24, really is what I would consider a mirror or my life is a mirror of this word. My life is a mirror of this. You got me when I was an unformed youth. Uh, when I when I had to start on this journey of, of what I would consider ministry, what I would consider God's life, I was uh, 17 years old when I married the guy who God called into the ministry. Shortly, like right before... In March, we were we got married in May, uh, but in March, the Lord called him into the ministry, and so at 17, I started this life of of, of a pastor's wife. You know, I uh, wasn't the first lady at that time, but I started as a pastor's wife, and and because of all of the things I had gone through, again I was bitter and I was angry, but um, I wasn't ready. I won't say I was I wasn't ready. I, I I wasn't I was nowhere near formed, right? I was unformed. When I was an unformed youth, God got me. And many times we don't we don't know it uh, because we don't sit down to recognize it then. But whenever we go through our worst storm, when God allows us to go through our worst storms, good morning, Miss Jacqueline, when God, good morning, Tina, when God allows us to go through our trials and our storms and our struggles and our traumatic events and incidents, however occur, those are, you know, they're unfortunate. That was the time when God got me. He got me angry first. He, I was bitter and I was angry. I realize now that I had to have, at that age, at that time, I had to have those strong emotions where I literally hated God. I literally 
hated church. And I had to have those emotions. So once he started to work on my heart, once he started to work on my spirit, once he started to work on my mind, right? Good morning, Shy. Then what he started to do was he started teaching me about him. I had to learn both sides of him, right? And I had to learn about my emotions and what connects me and what drives me. So he caught me, he got me as an unformed youth and taught me everything I know. Now I'm telling the world, and I'm telling you, this just caught me this morning. Now I'm telling the world about his wonders, about what he can do, how he can take you, any of us, all of us who consider ourselves nobodies, who live the majority of our lives with low self-esteem, a lot of our lives with a lack of confidence, a lot of our lives, we lived a lot of our lives going contrary to what we knew was the right thing to do, regardless of what it was for. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Barbara. Regardless of what it was for. And, and when, when he, when he takes us and he starts to, to, to groom us and he, he starts to heal us and it's, and it's, and it's one thing to, to be, to be hurt, but it's, it's another thing to be healed. And it's an even greater thing to be healed as bad as your hurt was. Uh, it feels so much better when we're healed right? And so the writer says, I'm going to tell all of your wonders until I'm old and gray. And I really, really, really pray for myself. And, and we all have to pray for ourselves. Lord, let me continue living a, a good life. Continue living a, because remember we said earlier, uh, last week or sometime this month, where the evil life is a hard life. The evil way is a hard life. Evil way is a hard life. Good morning, Sheffield. Evil way is a hard life. But I want to continue to live this life that God has given to me, that he has charged me with, that he has blessed me with, until, uh, and, and it says, don't walk away from me until I got the news out. Don't close the book of my life. Until I have gotten out the news about how strong you are and how righteous you are and how uh, fair you are, how just you are, how loving you are. Don't close the book of my life until I've told everything I need to tell. Who, who is like the Lord? Who is like the Lord? Who can, I mean, who can create anything and who can take nobodies and make somebody's out of them to refute everything that people said you would not be able to do, that you would never be able to accomplish, that you would never be able to come out of, that you would never be able to make a turn from. But he takes us in our broken states, in our unformed states, in our unusable states, even in our disgraceful moments, 
takes us. He heals us. He loves us. He loves us and he pours into us. He loves us and he pours into us. And he does not leave us. Uh, the writer says, I've been at the bottom. You know, many people can't say, many people can't say, I've been at the bottom. But I've been to the bottom. I mean, I've been to the bottom. But the good thing, the great thing about the Lord is, he just doesn't leave us at the bottom. He doesn't leave us there.